Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Muzzle Is Off podcast. I am your host, Nakia Monet, and we have a special guest with us today. We have Denisha with us. Say hi. Hey, y'all. And today, you know, we just, I wanted to do something a little different. We wanted to talk about relationships, and we're talking about all kinds of relationships. We're not just talking about you know, marital relationships. We're not just talking about dating relationships. We're not just talking about, you know, personal relationships. We're talking about friendships, uh, platonic relationships between men and women. We're just going to have a real open and candid conversation as it pertains to relationships, because that is something that all of us can literally relate to. Am I right about it? Girl, carry on. Okay. So, you know, we, I, I wanted us to have like a real, just candid, this is like a girl talk type conversation where we can be as raw as we want to be. We can be as uncut as we want to be. We can be as real as we want to be. But a simple fact that I believe that this is going to help some people out as it pertains to understanding, you know, the things that we get into as it pertains to relationships, whether it be your girlfriend, whether it be your boyfriend, whether it be your man, whatever the case may be. Um, Cause we get into a whole lot of crap when it comes to these relationships. Can I get a amen? Girl, amen. And hello, listen. Okay. And so okay. let's just, let's, let, let, you know what, let's unpack this a little, little by little. So let me ask you this and then you can ask me the same question. I'm gonna answer it. What? When it comes to dating, what are you attracted to? That's a that's a tough question because I kind of feel like each person I come across, I come in contact with, um, kind of intrigues me in very different ways, right? So sometimes it's not physical, um, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's it's not attraction. Sometimes it's personality. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you know you may not be physically attractive, but I find your personality amazing, and I want to get to know more about you. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could just be drop dead gorgeous and then come to find out that you're an asshole. So I, I, I kind of struggle with those things. So um, so I will say that it, it just really depends on the person. But what, I mean, but what would you say? I am. So I have come to realize in, 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 in my many uh, good failed attempts at relationships that <laughs> I am uh, I'm more attracted to the mind of a person. Okay as opposed to the physical characteristics of a person. So when when I'm like now, for now, when I'm dating, I'm trying to see where we could relate as far as on an intellectual level, as far as can we have a conversation about any and everything, uh, you know, from what's going on today in this world with politics all the way down to, no, did you watch that Jada and Fab? You know, like stuff right. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like so I need you're to looking for a well-rounded person. Yeah, not no, not no dead. You know, boring. So, so, so let me, so let me piggyback on that, Kate, because I, I kind of feel like you touched on something. So it's interesting that we're interested in well-rounded people, but what happens when you're presented with their representative? Then what? Then you come to find out that they're not all that cr- what they cracked up to be, and that's kind of what I feel like I run into. It's like you're amazing on the surface, you're everything that I want, or you're everything that I think that I want. But then once you quote unquote get the girl, that's when the pursuit stop. That's when the mannerisms change. That's when the behaviors change, and that's when you're revealed to be someone that I'm not interested in. So has that happened to you before? And 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 what are your thoughts on that? Has it happened? Okay. <laughs> Listen, 
it has happened more than once. But you know, one of the things that I realized is that that's one of the, I think that's one of the great things about dating, right? Because when you're dating somebody, you literally are supposed to get to know them. That representative can only show up for but so long before you're like, nah, you ain't no, mm -mm. because they start doing certain things, they start saying certain things, they start acting a certain kind of way, and you're like, hold up, did you just switch up with me? Because before this is what it was, and now this is what it is. Did you just say, wait, what did you say to me? Or did you just renege on a whole word? Like, did you give your word on something and you took that back? You know, a lot of those things start to present themselves. And I think a lot of times what we do is, I know what I did. I ignored a whole lot of signs. You know what I'm saying? In the past, I ignored a whole lot of signs. I ignored, it was like, it could be like a glaring red warning sign like no stop don't go and i'll be like oh you know i'm gonna go ahead first and, and then get hurt nah yeah, i think i think all women do that i kind of feel like we really we really go in with a well we try to go in for, with a blank slate even though we still have a lot of hurt and baggage that we carry but i do feel as though we do genuinely typically go into relationships wanting the best out of them but to your point i kind of feel like when you said the representative comes out I um, mean, they come out, but for so long, I kind of feel like that's situational. I feel like things have to happen in order for that person to reveal themselves. Otherwise, you're going to still be on this fairy tale path until you hit some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really got to hit some rough patches or some water or some turbulence in order for you to be, for you to see that person for who they really is in that particular moment, right? So it doesn't mean that this is who they are all the time it could be a spat or it could just be a red flag as to like you know what wow this person could potentially be this way when these type of situations occur you know yeah and the truth of the matter is like you said i mean sometimes you don't get them warning signs until you a year is when right you understand what i'm saying like sometimes people can put up a good front for so long you know and and they are everything that you think that they are supposed to be and then next thing you know that, like you said that one spat that one argument that one and next thing you know you a bitch and f you you're all these things yeah you're nasty you a bum asshole and it's just like yeah. oh, yeah. Where like that, that like oh that's how you was feeling so you yeah. ain't just gonna you know what i'm saying and and that's the, and that's the realness that a lot of people experience and i know um, you know, even some men could even chime in and say that they've experienced some of the similar situations as far as from women, you know, where they are met with a representative and a woman. And then when it, when it, when, when, look, as they say, when all the makeup comes off, her real true personality comes out and it's like, that ain't, nah, that's not what I signed up for, you know, yeah. but you did say something that was real good because you said a lot of times we try and go into these relationships with a clean slate, but we understand that there is still some underlying hurt and stuff like that that might still be there. There could be some type of baggage and stuff like that that we haven't fully unpacked yet that we might unpack with the person. And sometimes some people, they, they don't want that. They don't want to unpack. They're like, no, you need to pack that up. And that's the thing. And so that's interesting because it's like on one hand, when you meet somebody, you obviously want them to be perfect, right? But we already know that doesn't exist. So what I'm learning throughout my dating journey is that I really have to be able to be comfortable with certain things that I don't like. You understand what I'm saying? I know I'm not going to get perfection. I understand that. But what is it about you that I don't like that, that I can actually deal with? And I think that's, I think that's a, a key part of trying to establish a relationship because if I don't like you, 
we're not going to last. Or, you know, if, if there's things about you that I, that I just can't get over, we're not going to last. Or it's the little things that you do, it may pile up and then it caused you or I to black out over something that they've been doing forever and it's just who they are. So I kind of feel like we really need to think deep about what it is that we really want and what it is that we're comfortable with settling with. I think that's, I think that's the underlying um, issue as well. Yeah. Cause sometimes people don't know what they want. Angel right. commented, Angel said, people actually still date. She was like, that's basically said, that's good. Seems like everyone just moves in together after talking on the phone. Listen, 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 but you know what? But you know what? I get it though. Like at our age, like when you're approaching 40, we don't have a lot of time to try to figure things out. And I kind of feel like it's so crazy because I feel like I struggle with this. I feel mm -hmm. like it's on one hand, on one hand, I want to take my time. I want to get to know the person. I want to make sure I select the right person for me and I want to be that right person for them. But then on the flip side, I'm running out of time. I need to hurry up and conceive. I need to hurry up and have a baby. Society is, you know, it makes me feel like I'm less than because I don't have a family. So it's just like, it's this balancing thing that I feel like I struggle with. And I wonder if other women feel that way as well, especially if you're approaching 40 with no children. It starts to feel like, okay, what's it like? It's something wrong with me or something wrong with you or you're, you're an issue um, because you want to wait or it's a problem because you, you want to try to, you know, control the narrative, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and I, just, I struggle with that because I do feel like I do a lot of trying to control the narrative, right? I'll meet somebody. I want to be friends first. I want to, I want to feel a certain way first. And then once I get to, you know, then when I get to step A, then there's a step B. And I'm learning that sometimes I just need to let things flow and not always try to control the narrative. Like that's what I've learned at 37 years old, I learned that I cannot always control the narrative. Stop trying to say, let's be friends first. Let's go to dinner. Let's go bowling. Let's do this. Let's do that. Like, how about we just let shit flow and let and let the chips fall where they may? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I feel like I've learned that as I've gotten older and I've taken a lot of bumps and bruises because of it. Because if it wasn't going the way that I planned it's a wrap. to know, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's just not fair because I probably missed out on some great men by it not going according to plan, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. So Tash, um, Tashika said, she said, avoid making solid decisions about a person while you're courting, minimize the repeated trauma and don't stay too long. And that is a very good point and that is very true. And what I will also say, to piggyback off what you said, I too was caught up in that whole societal, you know, I'm approaching 40, I should have a baby, I should have a family, I want a family, I want to do this, I want to do that. And a lot of that way of thinking led me into situations that wasn't even really good for my for my own personal being. It wasn't good for my mental health, it wasn't good for my emotional health, it wasn't good for my spiritual health, and if it damn sure as hell wasn't good for my physical health, okay? So a lot of times when we place those types of, that we, we literally place rigid constructs around how we think we should date and what we think should happen at this particular time, and you we know, miss out. and, we, and miss we, out. we truly do miss out. We can miss out on a really good person because we're thinking, you know what? No, because you know what? We're going to, we're going to, this is what we're going to do. We're going to court for this amount of time. Then we're going to be exclusive for this amount of time. And then after that, we should be married at this amount of time. And if we not that, and if that ain't where we going, and if you can't tell me where we going and how we going to do it, and when we get, I'm good. Cause I don't need you because my man is going to come and he going to be ready. 
ready and he going through this. And a lot of that comes from, truth of the matter is, it, it comes from a, 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 a bit of an antiquated way of thinking, right? Because we think that because, you know, oh, you know what, my biological clock is ticking and right. I need to have a child at this age because if not, my egg count is dropping, this, that, and the right. third. And right. For myself, I can only speak for myself. For myself, like I'm approaching 40, I'll be 40 in January. And, you know, I was pregnant, miscarried or whatever the case may be. And I'm not saying that I sh I, I'll, I'll never have a child on my own or whatever, but I think that the way in which my life is going, that's not a priority anymore. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like, like right now, I really just, I wanna be happy and I wanna focus on what it is that I got going on for my life right now and restructure all of that. Because when I was consumed with all of that other thinking, like, oh, you know what? Oh, this man, he says he loves me. Oh, you know what he says? What, and, all I, and, all, and it was a bunch of smoking damn mirrors and it wasn't even real. Like it literally, it wasn't real. And I don't want to experience nothing ever again that's not real. And that, that's where I'm at with all of that. I don't want to well, experience so, so, Okay, so Kia, so Kia, to your point, the fact that you said you want things to flow and you want to be happy, you know, are you willing to let somebody come into your life and make you happy? Like, and and, and that, this goes back to what I said with us trying to control the narrative. The narrative. Mm -hmm. I understand that you said, you know what, that's not a priority for me, but you know what, you might meet somebody tomorrow that say, you know what, having a wife and having a child with my wife is a priority for me. Is this something that you're interested in? Would you be open to that? Despite the fact that you just said that's not a priority for me, because in my mind, that's us once again, subconsciously controlling the narrative. Right. So I, I'm trying to get to a place where what I'm really trying to, what I'm really trying to convey to the audience is that, you know, get to a place where we're not always focused on having things being very linear right? Yeah, step by step by step. Sometimes you're going to have some peaks and valleys and sometimes things are not going to, you're going to have some circles and, you know, things may not be what you want them to be, but stay prayerful and, and, and stay steadfast, you know? And that's it. Like I say, it's not a priority right now because we're, where I'm at rebuilding, it can't be a priority for where I'm at right now. Right. But if someone was to come into my life and be like, you know what? Listen, this is what I want. Blah blah blah. Are you getting yeah, I'm game because it's a desire. See, right. you have I, I have the desire to be a wife. I have a desire to be a mother. I have a desire for a family. Like all little things are like all little things are my true heart's desire. Right. But am I so focused on it to, to the point where I'm saying, Oh, because if you don't want that, then no, I can't talk to you. Oh, if you don't want that, no, right. because I'm open for love and I'm open for happiness and I'm open for allowing the natural support. Yeah. That's where we differ because I have some non-negotiables. So for me at my age, I absolutely want to get married. I absolutely want to have children. So when I meet someone, if this is not your priority, it is a no for me. And I know I just said that we shouldn't control the narrative because sometimes you can meet somebody and they be like, you know what? It's a no for me until I get to know you. Or it's, it's a no for me until I see where this is going. But for me, it's a hard no up front because I don't want to waste my time. Because like I said, I have this complex where I feel like I'm running out of time. Out of time, yeah. That and makes sense. It's like no, it, it, wanna, it it's does. Like I don't, I don't, yeah, it's like I don't want to waste time with somebody that's not interested in doing the things that I want to do 
But then on the flip side, I also don't want to push somebody away that may be perfect for me. You see what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's like a lose-lose for me. And I'm speaking for me and I wonder if anybody else can relate, but it's just like, I have these no. hard, I have these hard negotiables, non-negotiables. It's like I want, it's like what I want contradicts what, you know, what I need. Right. Things. Like it just doesn't make sense. No, but I, I think that it's important because you know exactly what you want for you. See, the difference is, is that Okay, you're 37. You're saying, no, this is what I want for me, right? Yeah. I'm 39 and I'm saying I wanted that at one point in my life, but now I can shift my focus to say if it happens, it does as far as, you know, becoming a mother. Do I want to be a wife? Absolutely. Like that, that to me is, is it, to me, um, being married is, 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 a, is a wonderful bond. It's a wonderful connection that you have to where that is my husband, someone that will always ride for me someone that will it's just it's a it's a totally different thing than just having you know let's say um you know just you just have a man for for, for forever um but what i will say like i know people that have been with them with their with their men for years and have never married them you know like for right now like that that wasn't something that you know they were just they were so content and so happy with the way that, that their relationship is going. They've built things together. They've done things together that it just, if it happens, they're like, listen, you know, we get married one day. We'll just, we'll just, we'll just do it. You know? And I said, I can, I can respect. And there was a, a point in time in my life and I was like, no, you need to be married. You can't just be sitting there just living with a person like that. You got to do yeah, it. And, see, and that's why I'm silent on that because I can't judge or try to speak on someone else's relationship and what's working for them. I simply cannot be with someone for an extended period of time without that commitment. And that commitment to me is engagement, marriage. Like I cannot just be out here building with someone that I like, someone that I love. Like I need you to solidify this relationship so that we can let everybody know around us we together and this is what we doing. You know, I just, I just can't. And so, but what I will say, which is probably another topic I know a lot of people that are not married that are living their best lives versus people who are married and are on the verge of divorce. So, I mean, it's just, it's like you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Right, but, but is it, you know? Because everybody got to do what's right for them. Right. You know? so, Angel just, Angel said that her and her husband, they got engaged after six months and that was 16 years ago. She said the people thought they were crazy. No, it's not. If you, if it's see, and to, for Angel, I kind of feel like her husband saw something in her and he wanted to lock that down. Like, you know, a lot of men struggle, just like we said earlier, a lot of men struggle with trying to figure out what they want. Her husband, he said, you know what? She's it for me. That's it. Six months in, this is who I want to be with. I'm happy with her. I'm about to see the deal. We're about to keep it moving. They 16 years in. You know what I'm saying? So how could you, how could you knock that? Versus somebody I know, They've been dating for 10 years, 10, 10, that's a decade, boo. Let's be very clear. A lot happens in 10 years. They got kids. Mm -hmm. They listen, they have children. They, they've been together for 10 years. There's been no ring, no commitment. So when he gets mad, he just disappears and he's like, but you know, we're not married. Like, really? I, I can't, you know what I mean? Like, and, and again, I don't judge because that's not my business, but it's just like, you know, when you're listening to other people's stories, you kind of, I try to put myself in their situation. Like, you know, 
you know, how would I deal in a situation like that? You know, how would that make me feel? Not saying that being married would be any different, but I don't know. It's, I just, I just think everything is so situational and it just depends on your relationship with your partner. Yeah. And, and your relationship with yourself. My brittle just yeah. said, she said, could it be a turn off to meet someone and right away you talking about marriage and children? What about meeting someone and getting to know them and let the relationship take its course? I agree. And that's why it's, for me, it's like a catch 22, right? It's like a catch 22 because it's like when you, when you meet somebody and you go with the flow, that's time being wasted. But Versus why is it time being wasted when you're getting to know the person on a, on a deeper level? Well, I, because I feel like, I don't know, like for me, I feel like, like I said, I feel pressure. So maybe, maybe how I'm feeling is, is not the norm. Right, it's not the norm for other people, but I feel this in, intense. Um, no, no, you'd be surprised how much yeah. of the norm it is because yeah. I have had conversations with men that have literally said that you know during the course of them dating women, that's one of the things that they actually run away from is these hard negotiables because yeah. their whole thing is we trying to build, we trying to get to know each other, and you over here. I had one of my friends tell me because he he was dating some woman and. Um, she basically told him, look, all right, well, I feel like we need to get married now because my biological clock is ticking and I need to have a baby. And he was like, wait, pause. We're not even there yet. Like, we're so nowhere crazy. near there. And the bad thing about that, I, I, I can see it from both angles. You know what I'm saying? From from his perspective, he's like, baby, pump your brakes. You're doing too much. From her, from her perspective, she's like, listen, I'm running out of time. If the vibe is here, let's get this party started. If, you know, if we vibe and if the chemistry is there, let's rock and roll. So I do feel like, but it that's the question, though. Both ways. Is the chemistry both ways? Because men internalize what us women do differently than what we yeah. do, right? Yeah. So men will look at if you having communication issues, if you having trust issues, if you having, you know, uh, integrity issues, all these different issues within your relationship. And a man is going to look at that and be like, we got all these issues, but you over here talking about you want to be married and have a kid. No, we, we yeah. got that's we have too much. We got too much going on. We can't even come on a common ground of understanding first. And you want to get married now because your clock is ticking. No, we need to come on a common ground of understanding and say, okay, where is this relationship actually going? Because if it ain't but going remember, nowhere. But remember, in in that example, that's situational because you may run into somebody and it may be smooth for the first six months. I mean, look at Angel's example. Six months that that proposal came. 16 years they like what's up we here y'all matter and all you know what i'm saying so it's like you can't really i mean i just feel like you just can't judge i just feel like things are so situational and it's just so crazy i don't know it is because it's, it's all up to it really is all up to the um individuals but my brittle she just said she said i agree 10 years in a relationship without marriage maybe time to move on i agree with that too yeah it's just too much true because after 10 years you should know something right i mean what are we doing you know what are we doing and right, where are we going right and then some people say well i don't need a i don't need a piece of paper to justify my my relationship with you but legally you do if something was to happen to you legally you do so for example kia you know i'm an accountant mm -hmm. and so i had true story i had a client she came to me knocking on my door she came to me crying I said, what's wrong? She said, you know, my husband abruptly passed away. I said, damn. I said, okay. I said, you know, the first thing I'm asking, does he have insurance? 
you know, um, life insurance, you know, um, whatever. We need to look at the documentation and see what's going on. I'll review it for you and, and give you um, advice on how to proceed. She brings this life insurance policy that he had and the beneficiary was his ex-wife. Yeah. So she's crying like, well, I mean, we, we just got married, um, you know, a couple months ago, but what am I supposed to do? And I said, I said, ma'am, this is a legal document. I said, he, you know, he didn't remove her. She said, well, we, we've been together for almost 12 years, but we just recently got married. In those situations, you have to remember to do the paperwork. And now here she is without, and they have children together. Here she is without, and this ex-wife cashed out on that life insurance policy. You think the ex-wife cut, cut her a, 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 a piece of check or something? No, no, ma'am. Mm -mm. She said that's she fine. Mm -hmm. She don't have to because it's a legal document. And so her argument was, and now mind you, I'm not an attorney, but her argument was, listen, you know, I've been with him for 12 years. You know, maybe this is null and void. No, ma'am. It's it's very it's 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 very real. We you can't you I said this is his document, it's legal, it's stamped, it's dated. He never not unless he would have had to yep. And the reason why and the reason why I give that extreme example. It's because that's why it's important when you're when you're living with someone and you're cohabitating and you're doing things together and you're you're acquiring wealth and properties and 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 you're blending families. This type of financial impact is important, which is why I think you need to have things in writing, which goes, which is why I think marriage is so important because it is a legal document. It yes, is, it is a promissory note you know what i mean it's a contract between you and you know between you and i you know me and this man or her and this man like it's a contract and so when you don't have anything in place you leave you leave room for people to make decisions about your finances so i mean you can imagine how that conversation went i mean she's sobbing and screaming on my floor and there's nothing i can do because ma'am Guess what? This is a legal document. It's a legal document. Yeah. You know, Nothing. so I mean, I just think, I just think it, it, I mean, it was terribly sad and it is an extreme case, but I say that to say, how is this any different by dating someone for so long and then something major happens and then you have no say so. Right. How does that work in that, in that regard? You know? And it doesn't, I mean, truth be told, it doesn't work. You know, unless, like you said, unless y'all have established that documentation, I could say, like, my, when my aunt passed away, she was with, um, she was with her boyfriend for, God, it felt like twenty years. But one of the things that she did was she made sure she had that documentation in place where she made him and my grandmother the beneficiaries. Why? Because at the end of the day, they built something. Her and her boyfriend, they built something together. And there was no way that, you know, she was not going to, you know, make both of him and my grandmother 50, you know, 50, 50. And that's something that you have to, you have to be responsible about that and make a conscious decision to do something like that. If you're going to just live with someone without marriage, you know what I'm saying? Like there's right. certain things really, that you have to make a really conscious decision. And be very, and be very careful and serious when it comes to finances. I really take that into consideration. I mean, I was heartbroken when she came over here. You know what I mean? I mean, what do you tell someone who has children with a deceased person? You know, he's the breadwinner. He, you know, he's the one like, you know, she was, she's crying, you know, how am I supposed to bury him? I mean, ma'am, I, I, I don't know. 
Because he probably, because that that was probably something that they never even thought was going to happen as fast as it did, and they didn't prepare for it. But if they were like, you know, when you when you spend that much time with a person, twelve years, and then you get married, there are certain conversations that after a while, especially if y'all are cohabitating, yeah, co-mingling funds. Yeah, to the forefront of the brain, and so she probably never thought to say, "Hey, yeah, life insurance, beneficiaries, we have children, and 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 the ex-wife also had children. So the way he had it set up with the old ex-wife is a hundred percent went to her was for the life insurance, but then on his bank accounts and all that other stuff, his beneficiaries were his were his kids with her. He forgot to add." The new kids, you see what I'm saying? Are you really yeah, that's that's a, that's a that lot. Stuff? Yeah, yeah that, really that's that's a lot of forgetting. Right, you really got to be on top of that stuff. Now, granted, some people just say, "Listen, he was just irresponsible." You know what I mean? And then, and the wifey should have been on top of her shit and made sure that he had done what needed to be done. But I mean, again, I don't judge. Maybe it slipped her mind. Maybe it wasn't that important. But he literally had bank accounts that had the old children, right? And I'm not saying, I'm, and I swear, I'm not trying to compare the two. I'm just basically giving you an analogy, like trying yeah. to explain how it looks on paper. Mm -hmm. On paper, he protected this ex-wife and her children, but then he left out his current wife and, and their children, yep. So it's just it's just sloppy and it's just sad, but I digress. We we can come back to relationships. Listen, okay, but that but that was a good point to make though, as it pertains to relationships, because that was a lot of forgetting, yeah, and a lot of lack of planning that went into play with that. Like my brittle just said, my brittle said, if you're living together, sharing expenses and assets, it's important to have your paperwork straight. That is the truth. Facts. Okay, because when you are sharing and all of that. That means that if something happens to me unexpectedly, you need to be able to carry on. And if something happens to you unexpectedly, I need to be able to carry Everybody exactly. needs to be protected we in this relationship. Good. You know what I'm saying? And so my brother said, but when should you do that? Before you move in together? And yeah, you should have that discussion. Like, you know, if you, if you are going to decide, like, you know what, this is what we're going to do. We're going to move in together. Then that level of a discussion needs to, needs to be had so that you can understand like, okay, well, listen, if something must have happened to me and we living together, I got this, I got that, this is what you're going to need, and you can put it in a good old lock safe box together, whatever the case may be, so that, you know, and then pray that don't nobody have like a snap moment or like one of them other like fatal attraction type girl, or something like girl, that, you know. And then, and then the, with, the, with, the, with the situation that you just, that you just mentioned, to throw a wrench in that, what happens if it's it's one of those situations where I own the home and he moves in with me? Then what? This is my house. So he's going to want a, a portion, a piece of, you see what I'm saying? It's a whole nother topic. But again, let's think about it. Let's think through that, right? It's very different if two people come together. They both come from, um, you know, me meager beginnings. They come together. They get an apartment together, right? They're on the lease together. They're building together. That's very different than when you meet somebody and you move in their shit. Then how do you have that conversation? How do you tell? How do you how do how do you tell your dude the the dude that you're dating that you know what? I'm gonna need you to make sure I'm good, even though it's my shit. Or is your shit? And how do I tell you I need to be good in case I get knocked up or we're sharing expenses? I know that this is your home, but I'm paying half your mortgage or I'm buying groceries and we're sharing expenses. Like, again, I'm an accountant, so I think 
very financially, which, mm -hmm. which could be to, to my benefit or detriment. Because when I have these conversations with guys that I'm dating, they're not comfortable having this conversation. You know, they don't want to talk about that. You know, I want to talk about what is the conversation? <laughs> what is the conversation happening? That's the question. Is that conversation happening right off the bat? Like, yeah, no, well, y'all trying to eat some appetizers. The first thing somebody talk about some less splitting assets. I mean, hell no, that you don't do that in the very beginning, but like, but like your um commenter said one of your viewers said you know once you get to a point where you get comfortable and you both had to decide on that comfort level I that's when you, you know what i'm saying that's when you have that discussion so i kind of feel like there's not a there's not a mm, there's not a rubric for it right there, there's not a formula it's 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 situational. It's it's situationally driven. It it just depends on how we rocking. Like what if right. you know, but I've that's met why, people. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like I've met people, I rock, like we mesh well, like beginning, like we moving quickly, things is good. Then I meet people, I don't want to go on a second date, third date, or you know what I'm saying? I don't want to see you again. Or I don't we'll even go, you know what I'm saying? Or we'll go on a couple dates, you know, three, four, and you get to that fourth one, you're like, eh, he ain't for me. Or she ain't for me. You know what I mean? And then you just cut it off. So it's just, I just think it's all situational. Really everything do. is, you know what? But everything in life is situational because everything is truly based on how you, it, it, it's how you feel about whatever it is that's going on around you, right? Like right. Angel said, Angel said, she was like, I feel even if you have non-negotiables or want certain things, it should be discussed because you give that person a choice. I feel like we should never take away a person's choice. I 150% agree. agree with that because agree. one of the worst things you can do is remove someone's option to choose. Absolutely. I live in a good free will society and you're going to give me, and see, that's what, that's what the hell was wrong with the ex. He didn't give me the option to choose. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? You give someone the option to choose whether they want to deal with you knowing that you still marry. Right. Now yeah, I would have said that's no. Whole, that's, that's a whole nother topic. Ooh, I would have said no and moved completely on from the entire situation. But no, people want to rope you into some nonsense and then get mad when you decide, like, nah, now I'm gonna blow you up because you just right. did some dumb say, shit. You know what? This is not for me. Now we mad. Girl, bye. No. So let's talk about this dating people over the 40 and over in today's society. Ooh, Can we talk about it? Girl, let me tell you, I, my experience has just been terrible. Um, I just, I, I'm pretty much speechless. I have not had a great experience yet. So for, for me, and I wonder if anyone else could relate for me, guys that are over 40, they're already fathers. I very rarely meet some, uh, very rarely, rarely meet a guy that's over 40 that's not a father. Um, if he is, he's very, very rare, right? It's either a father or he's divorced or married. Mm -hmm. <laughs> either mm -hmm. those three. Hello. Because mm -hmm. even, the, even the guys that are over 40 that are single, they have a chip on their shoulder. At least that's what it feels like to me. It's It's like, listen, it's, it's, it's 15 of you to one of me. I miss this and this. I can choose. I don't need you. That's how I feel. Like, I never feel like, I never feel like these guys kind of care about what you bring to the table because there's multiple 
Nakia's. There's multiple Denisha's. You know what I'm saying? And it's only this one guy. So that has been my experience. I, I haven't had a good dating experience at all. Oh, dating girl. It, it, um, so, all right. So we're going to tell us this story. I had, this was the first guy that I actually can say that I actually dated post my annulment. And he was actually 50. Okay. And so, you know, in the beginning, you getting to know people. And I felt like he was probably trying to, like, uh, gas me a little bit, right? Okay. Like, oh, I got this. Oh, I got that. Oh, you know, because I like to travel. And therefore, since I like to travel, um, you know, you could quit your little job because what what, what you got? This car note? You pay this rent. I mean, I can handle all of that. That's not a problem. Oh, okay. so. He tried to downplay your expenses a little bit. What? Girl, okay. damn. He was like, what you got? This little, I can handle all of that. Like, you, oh, okay. ain't, you won't have to work. You know what I'm saying? And what I would do is, this is what he said. He said, and what I would do is, is that, you know, once you quit your job, I would put $20,000 in a bank account with mine and your name on it so that if we don't work out, at least you would have 20000 to fall back on. I said, sir. I don't make $20,000 a year. <laughs> I cannot. Because I don't. Right? I said, so you would have to add some zeros to that in order to make sure I'm stable for if we don't work out. Right? Because there's no way that I'm going to sit up here and think that $20,000 is going to help me. This ain't unemployment. Okay? We ain't just doing this for six months. We're going to have to secure Nikita if that's what you're trying to do. But, honey, let's just say this. All of that crap was smoking mirrors. You hear me? Girl. All of that was smoking mirrors. Because I'm going to tell you why. Because after he said it, I said, you know what? Because I love a good game. I do. I said, let's see how this works. So we was dating for, like, almost a year, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, so can I quit my job now? He was like, what? I was like, can I quit my job now? He was like, um, I mean, if you if you want to. I was like, no, no, because remember that time when we were going to the restaurant? You outlined all of this because you could do this because I got this and what is this? And this. I was like, so I'm just asking you, can I quit my job now? And he was like, I mean, I was like, I'm just joking. I said, because I'm not going to quit my job. I was like, however, I just... This is why you shouldn't say certain things to people trying to make it seem like right. Now, what if you had believed that and ran off with that? Quit your job, like okay, babe. Now, now, now you turn into a dependent woman. I'm not doing and that. Now, and now it just it just it just creates room for you to be abused and mistreated because now you're dependent on him to take care of you. Well, let's take it a step further, right? Because you know, I, you know, as you get to know people and as you get to grow with people, right? You you, you talk, and he was like, "You don't have any kids." I said, "No." I was like, but yeah, you know, you got two daughters. Yeah, okay, cool, whatever. He was like, well, do you want a kid? I was like, yeah, absolutely. Of course, it's a desire. I want one. He was like, oh, okay. I was like, why? Do you? Like, I'm just asking. Like, you asking me questions. I'm going to ask you some questions. I was like, why do you? Yeah, you know, I always want to at least have one more. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Okay. Left it alone. So, like I said, we were dating for like a year. That good year goes by. Next thing you know, he like had, I don't even know what it was. He had like had a, a minor little mental breakdown or something like that. I don't even know. Every, everything was detrimental. 
oh, and you know what? I just don't want any more kids because kids are disrespectful. Kids are this, kids are that, blah, 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 and all this stuff. And I was like, no, kids aren't. I said, but if they are, that's because that's how you raise them. I was like, man, let's just, I was like, let's just make one thing clear. I said, I made it clear from you from the beginning that I wanted a child. I said, and like you, I said, that's non-negotiable for me. I was like, and the fact that you really thought that you could just sit here and switch this whole thing up on me and you think that I'm a rock with that. I was like, I'm not. I was like, so, you know, we could be done. It's cool. Yeah. And there were some things that went into play with that because one thing about me, I'm an open and I'm an open and honest person. Like in anything, if you talk to me straight, I'm good. But if you start going through the back door around the corner and also the extra stuff, I got to it. Yeah, like it is it's too much. I'm a direct person. So if I ask you a direct question, I expect a direct answer. I don't expect all that extra stuff because I don't like it. But I feel like if you're trying to lead me into a circle, I'm going to take that good detour and go straight this way. So it was a situation that arose. Um, and because he had like a he had like a lake house or whatever and and all this electric stuff. So um he did not he wasn't fully honest about who was at the lake. And it was him, it was his ex-wife and his daughter and her friends, because it was daughter, it was his daughter's birthday. So it came out like maybe a week after the fact that that's what was going on down there because he got angry with the ex-wife. Mm-hmm. So now because you angry with her, now you want to tell me. And I was like, well, I didn't know she was down there. Well, how else would those kids eat? I was like, I don't know. They're not kids. They're 20-year-old grown women. So I yeah. figured 20-year-old grown women know how to cook for themselves. I was like, but the fact that you actually hid that and then tried to flip it on me, like I should have known that. I was like, I don't play those type games. I was like, I don't do it. So that... 50 listen 50 years old still playing the game 50 so i'm like you know what and the truth of the matter i mean i i had one dude he was like 60 trying to talk to me playing those games oh i'm gonna take you here i'm gonna take you there i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and ain't did nothing i just think that these games that that get played there's no age limit to them you know what i'm saying like yeah I think I agree with the fact that there is no age limit. It just seems, but it just seems like they all consistently play the same game, though. It's like there is no evolution of the game. Like it's it's, it's consistent bullshit. It ain't like it's some new shit. No. Or some, re- or some refurbished shit. It is the right. exact same shit. It's it, the, y'all do the exact same bullshit and then get mad when women don't want to be bothered with that. Like it's it's just it's annoying. Um, and you know, and I hate to say this, but it feels like this type of behavior is what causes women to become bitter and standoffish and fearful of trying to give someone a chance because of this same lackadaisical attitude about being serious in a relationship with somebody. It is the, it's always some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like if we not vibing no more, baby, please say something. Cause you know what? I might feel the same way. Or I might be shocked, but I'll but but I'll be appreciative that you at least cut us off before my feelings get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like people yeah, just don't exactly. want to protect your energy sometimes. Like you know, protect me from the bullshit, right? You know what I'm and, saying? Like just just, and, just keep my space positive. Like it's okay to date somebody and go out a couple of times and say, you know what, this is not working out for me, but. I had an amazing time with you. I hope we can stay connected and friends or at least network, you know. I may be able to use you in the future. You may be able to use me as well. 
let's 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 keep in touch. Let's stay cordial. It doesn't have to be nasty. I don't understand that. And this goes for friendships as well. Yes. But, you know, besides romantic relationships, this goes for friendships as well because I also feel like sometimes you can outgrow people. Hmm. I have friends had past tense that I have outgrown. It does not mean I don't like you. It doesn't mean you're not a great person. It just means that we are not on the same wavelength and we think very differently. Our integrity is different and I'm somewhere different as, as you are too. It doesn't have to be nasty. And I just kind of feel like people don't know how to, how to diffuse disagreements and arguments and they don't know how to break away from toxic relationships. It doesn't have to be nasty. It doesn't have to be, oh, fuck you, bitch. And you know, like, like, like for example, I think I saw on Facebook a, a couple weeks ago, two best friends used to be best friends going at it. They're cussing each other out. They're both leaking each other's secrets. Why is that? How, Why? When does it ever have to get to a point where it's like that? Like, no, like none of y'all got cool points. Y'all don't, none of y'all look good. The whole entire audience that's on both of your pages are laughing at you. You don't get a pat on the back for telling your best friend's secrets. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're, you know, when do we get to a point where we just, we just get to a point where we say, you know what, damn, that's so far below the belt. I'm not going. I'm not going like, there. I just feel like the stuff that I sometimes witness, the stuff that I sometimes see is incredible. I'm like, you know what? I fell out with some people before, but you better know your secret will be safe with me, period. And I am the same way. I do not, I do not fall. If I fall out with you, it's just we fell out. But yeah. your secrets, like Alicia Keys saying, yeah. are safe with me. I'm not doing that. I have I have literally I have had people fall out with me and, and tell all the good business that I possibly mm. could have ever told them, which is perfectly mm. fine. Because I, I put it to you like this: if it's something that I ain't went out, I wouldn't tell you no way. Exactly. If the reason that you know it is because I don't care whoever the hell else you tell know it. And right. if someone come back to me with it, I can say, yeah, I did it. And so what? And see, and that's, and that's my, and that's, that, that's the kind of um, model I've taken on as I've gotten older. That's what my mom told me. May she rest in peace. That's what she told me. She said, listen, you do your shit. You do your shit by yourself. And she hmm. said, once you, once you tell it, be prepared to hear it. Mm -hmm. She said, so be very careful about what you say. So I do absolutely believe that. Um, I believe in if I tell you, I'm comfortable with it coming out. I'm good with it coming out. I'm like, good. it's okay. I'm not going to be embarrassed. I'm not going to be ashamed. I'm going to stand in it and be like, yeah. I had it happen to me like some years ago. This girl, she was like, well, you know, because she said this and she said, and you running back to me telling me everything that she said. And then she was like, yeah, because, you know, but, but, you know, the things that she was saying just didn't match what I was seeing in you. I said, yeah, because the things that she's saying happened like over two years ago. Like, yeah, but no, I did do that. But I didn't yeah. do it like that. This is how I did do it. But I did yeah. that. And it's okay because I don't care because I did it. And I'll yeah. stand in whatever the hell I did. Yeah, because I'm not. It's a, girl, it's too old to be ashamed. Right, and it's about being a woman and, and being able to be accountable for your action. Like, I've done some shit. Hello. Some mm. shit. Girl, I done did some shit that I, girl, I, can, I can just blink about. Hello. Listen, we all gonna blink. Ain't no words. Ain't I no words. Shit, you know what I'm saying? But I'm old enough to own it. I'm old enough to apologize for it. I'm just old enough to, you know, old enough to just 
be a better person and say, yeah, damn, you know, that, 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 that one, right. You know what I'm saying? Or learning from that or, or, you know, um, taking that L. And when I say taking that L, um, have you ever had a situation where you actually were the reason why you lost a good friend? Yeah. I, I did some shit. I did some shit. Um, you know, and I lost a good friend, you know, that's on me. I have to live with that. So no matter how many times I apologize, I mean, this is some high school shit, but it's, it still bothers me because it made me who I am today. And I've learned from that. But my thing is, you know, be careful how you treat people because you could potentially lose someone that you really didn't think you gave a fuck about for real. And you, you know really do. I've had to go back and apologize to friends that had to come back to me and apologize. You know, yeah. we've had to apologize, you know, to each other in order to, you know, rebuild a friendship yeah. that really and truly never should have been broken. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I've had to do that. Me and my one friend, we I think we probably did it like like two or three times at this point. Now, now we just we we old enough, we we realize certain things where when you allow other people within your mix. And they try to tarnish certain stuff and try to play games and pit yep. people against each other. So you have to come yeah. to the knowledge of all of that as well. And to me, although my sister swears I don't have any friends, because I, girl, you know, she tried to clown me because I was like, no, my friend Denisha's coming. She was like, yeah, what? I was like, you know what? Don't try and clown me. I got friends. Girl, bye. We've been, kid, how long? We've been friends since college, baby. Yes, ever since that good African American lit class, we've been lit ever since, okay? Sitting right there, sitting right there in the front of that class. Okay, no, but that's because yes. she—that's because she knows that I don't talk to a lot of people, and I don't. You know what I'm saying? I really don't, and um, it's just because I have learned over the years to keep people—if you keep people like this, right? Those are the ones that are close to you, they're your family, so you keep them like this, and everybody else, they meet there, you say hi, bye, whatever the case may be, but those that are like your family, you keep them like that. So every time she hear me mention somebody new that she might not have heard before, I'm like, uh-uh, don't play me. I got friends. Like, don't do okay. that. No. Don't listen, tell your sister, I've been around, boo. Don't do that. I've been here. I've been here. Okay. But no, but it's important because... I believe in friendship. I used to have people say, oh, you know, because I ain't got no friends. Well, something's wrong with you if you don't. Yeah. And I'm going to say it again. Something is wrong with you if you do not have friends because you should have friends. And if you don't have friends, that means, you know what? Look at my sister. She said, you ain't ever mentioned her name. Shut up, Nadia. <laughs> <laughs> I've been around. Been around. <laughs> don't come for me. You know what? But because she has, because, you know, well, me and Denisha do not speak every single day, right? Get it, get it, you know what? Right for years, though. But we don't speak. The difference is we don't speak every single day. But you know, you can message me, and I'll be like, "Girl, okay." And I know I can message you, like, "Girl, how do you do this?" You know, you my good uh, tax advisor person. I'm like, "Girl, what is?" Y'all better follow Denisha too because she puts up them good uh, tips on her Facebook. Be like, "Why don't you read?" Yeah, she was like, why don't you read this code while you're sitting up here trying to read something instead of reading Facebook statuses, read the code, so-and-so, so-and-so, it's only, <laughs> right. it's only 15 pages, but you got time. I'll be like, you know what, this is why the folks got to hire Because what I try to do, I try to educate in a very comedic way. So just a different yeah. way to do things. But yeah, girl. But I've been around, sister. Don't, don't start this shit. <laughs> don't start this shit. <laughs> we were supposed to go to Paris, Kia, remember? 
Yes, we were. And we still gonna go. As soon as COVID over, they done banned us in the UK. We can't go over there yet. The UK said right. keep your COVID infested self Americans on the American soil. Don't come on over here with that foolishness. We got stuff under control. Y'all over here increasing y'all numbers. That's what the UK said. Right. UK said your whole life. All of it, all the way together with this. But nah, you know, that one thing I wanna say, that's why it's like to me, friendships, all of that is very important relationships are very important it is good to build bonds with people you don't always have to be you know a lot of people swear that men and women just cannot be platonic friends i got a brother right my brother vincent we, we are just friends you know yeah. my sister cutting up when he's gonna come and she was like i guess i'll meet you one day i can't think you know what <laughs> you know what you just virtually met her denisha say hi to nadia hey nadia boo <laughs> but um but yeah um and that's my brother for real you know what i'm saying people swear that you just can't be platonic yeah i have platonic friends male friends um, several several and i could be platonic friends with a man now 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 whether they attracted to me that's a different story i ain't got no control over that's that that's not my business that ain't my business that ain't, that, that's between that and their emotions you feel what i'm saying but right. i know how to be platonic friends with the opposite sex you know, and I know how to be a good, good girlfriend right. to my good, good girlfriends. Like my girl, Gail, Gail up on here somewhere. You know what, Angel, I bought that Seymour stuff. You know what, I bought the Seymour because he done, he done hit, girl, Vincent went on all these posts telling me to buy Seymour's, posts that I'm tagged in, which is other people posts telling me to buy some Seymour's. That's neither here. That was a whole other thing. He, no, because he went overboard with that. I was like, listen, get off my Facebook. You know what? That's it. I'm ignoring you now because you're going right. to call my well, good Facebook. Is the, is the wave, okay? Listen here. The, the folk need to get into whatever they need to get into. Folk over here, Seymour, send it up, Elderberry. And that damn diet tea, that tea, that lasso tea. Let me tell you something about that lasso tea. I know we off topic, but that's all right. This is what homegirls do. Girl, I drank that lasso tea for the good five days and go to the bathroom now one time. Mm. And they said it's supposed to clean you out. I never had it. I Listen, I don't know. It wasn't working for me, and that's just how that went. And I was just like, this is a waste of my time. So you know what I did? Went to the... <laughs> Got me that good D-herbs and... Started really working out, and you know, say girl down about you know fifteen in between that good fifteen to twenty pound mark. I'm like, ah, yeah, you know, what I'm you know what I'm I don't saying? know that's right. But then, but my girlfriend, my girlfriend Valerie, Valerie sent me some other tea stuff, so I'm gonna try hers once I'm going for this cleanse with this D herb stuff, and I get back to eating the good regular food or whatever. Yeah, because I'm lot time, but we're not about to do. I'm not about to put on this weight that I done lost having that good weight loss surgery all over again because COVID. Listen, COVID, COVID came in and messed up life. You hear me? Girl, you see how thick these arms are? <laughs> my whole life, girl. girl you can get you some of that um that D herbs. I'm trying to tell you that D herb is really working. It really. I, I ain't even gonna lie to you. You know what? Send me the link. Send me the information because I I'm gonna use it for real. Because listen. I have my weight goes to the twins and these arms. <sighs> At least you girl, got twins. I ain't got twins. Jesus, girl, I'm, I'm, um, I ain't got twins. They just they girl. just dead. I got a booty though. Damn near quadruplets, girl. <laughs> don't start, kid. Don't get me to start talking. 
Don't start this shit tonight. I thought you know, we was gonna do good. I thought we was gonna go. I thought we was gonna do good. We be trying to do good, but you know what? That's not. That's why the good old Apostle Paul said, "Every time I try to do good, evil is so ever present around me." I'm joking because they nothing evil about what we doing, but nah. <laughs> um, Angel said, "Girl, you need a good clean out." She said, "Get you some Epsom salt and water. It's gonna change your life." That's Listen, right. you so what you post, Angel? So what you you just you just drink that? Angel, I'm gonna need you to. Yeah, you just with the water. You just what, what you got to do with that? I don't. Can you drink? I don't even know. Angel, I gotta go to Google. Angel, <laughs> you, I, I don't know. I gotta ask Doctor Phil. I don't know. You know, no, Doctor. What you What's his name? Girl, Oz. Oz. Yeah, we got because Doctor Phil. He he been told us about our relationship issues, but girl, bye. That's worse <laughs> than listening to Steve Harvey. Goodbye. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Steve Harvey said he was gonna tell us how to think like a man but act like a woman, a lady, whatever that is. Third marriage, baby. You know what? He I got her. High school. I went to high school with his twin daughters. She said two tablespoons of Epsom so eight ounces of water. She said it's disgusting, but baby, she said to clean you up, girl. Go ahead. Do it. You do it first, kid. Let me know how you to know what. Out. I'm trying to be supportive. I'm supporting you and telling you what I'm doing. Work out. You're right. Look, look, no carbs. I ain't had a carb in almost 20 days. Not a carb. You hear me? Except for the good. I had some stuff. I had hard. some sunflowers. I, I need fries. I need bread. You don't need no fries. See, this is how see see how I, I hope y'all understand this is how we interact. This is how friends should interact. You know what I'm saying? This is how friends interact with each other. We try and uplift each other and tell each other the good stuff. She over here want fries and bread. I know. Stay away from the fries. Stay away from the okay. bread. Okay. Stay away from the pasta. Okay. All of that. Oh, I love pasta. See, and, oh, and that's why the twins and them arms is, is loving girl. pasta. Too. You, you know what I'm saying? Poking out. <laughs> They've been they always poked out though. I'm just gonna be honest. I mean, you know that's what I have, but um thank you, Sade. But you know what? When I when I was bigger, I was looking at a picture of me from uh what five years ago, I think, when I was when I was oh, it might have been six years ago, whatever it was, and I was super big. I was like, that's back when I had twins. They was there, and now they're not there no more. I know that's right. I, that, I, I was like, that was all that good eating that made them uh act right. Now they ain't acting right no more. They just, they just. I know that's right. But this was bomb. This was a great conversation. Yes. You know, this is what we do as women. This is what we got to do. We got to have open and honest conversations about the things in which we need to talk about. Because one of our biggest issues is relationships. Some of us don't know how to keep them. We don't know how to maintain them. We don't even know how to create them. You know, because people want to get on this competition type stuff. Some people just literally just don't know how to be friendly. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you gotta, you gotta know how to be friendly. Like, one of the things I can say when we first met, that was one of the first. You were like, "Hey, girl," I was like, "Hey." Yeah. Some of these people, crazy, you... that's exactly how we met. We, it was just very friendly. Like, "Hey, girl, what you? What's your major? What's your major?" Oh, okay. Like that was it. That's all it takes. It's it takes nothing, zero effort to be kind to someone. Right. That's it. And some it of these people, like our our friendship has just blossomed over the 
tears. It's crazy. Exactly. And some folks just act like they just been baptized with vinegar and pickle juice and just all. Ooh, girl, not pickle juice. Mm-hmm. Because that, that's a, they be all hot sauce. Hello. Hot sauce. They be sour and spicy at the same damn time. And it's annoying because you. <laughs> I'm just saying, because you can't you can't build with a person like there's nothing to build with a person like that because you don't know what you're gonna get. You know what I'm saying? So Denisha, I wanna thank you for coming on today and, and getting us jump started with our conversation. Thank about, you for having me, boo. Listen, I appreciate you having me. I love this, you know, this dialogue. Definitely let me know. We could talk about some real, like I have some stories, like kids. Well, come back next week and let's unpack it, cause we 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 can do this. Come back next. I'm week. telling you, like my stories are so crazy. Like my dating life is insane, and like it's so much comedy to it. <laughs> like that's why I'm just like, you know what? I really need to. <laughs> I need a platform to tell these stories because my well, shit is funny. Well, come on. We're going to do it next week then. You and uh, it's going to be me, you, and Nikita up here. And we're we going uh, we, we gonna to unpack these good stories. Because you know, I got some girl. You already know. We're going to wait till next week for that. Yes, we are definitely going to wait till next week to unpack these stories. Because this was literally just, the, this was to get people the teaser of what we're talking about. Because we're going to really get into this whole dating relationships, all this stuff, friendships, everything. Yes. Because I just think it's important to unpack this because some of us are just, some of y'all are nasty. I ain't going to say us because I ain't part of that group. But some of y'all are just nasty and need to learn how to get rid of your nastiness and learn how to be friends. And you learn how to be a friend. Yeah. Because even when you're dating, one of the best things to do is have a great friendship. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? And I believe in that. I, I have surely learned how to be a, I, now you got to be my good friend. Okay. Because. No, that's right. If a bitch stuck on this good side of this road, I'm gonna need you to be able to be like, you know what? As my so friend, hello, Paul. Or since I'm gonna pull up, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna pull up though. I'm gonna pull up. Or send somebody, okay? Girl. Send help, please. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. So Thank you, girl. I really appreciate you. I love you. I love you. I love you. you know I love you. I and know. I, I love you too, boo. And I can't wait for next week. So, guys, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, you know what, Indonesia? I thank you for keeping me an hour. You know what? This was so great. I love it. Um, uh, but I really thank everybody for tuning in. Do not forget, tune in next week, Wednesday. It's going to be me, it's going to be Denisha, and it's going to be Nikita. And we're going to continue on this journey and we're going to tell our good stories and unpacking these relationships. Because there's a lot of things that people don't know that it really might help other people to unpack some of the things that they've exactly. experienced as well. And if we could tell our story on how we got through some of this nonsense, because you you already know some of this was just pure nonsense, then it can help somebody else that might be facing that nonsense and be like, you know what? I, I probably shouldn't be dealing with this nonsense either. Nope, you shouldn't. Let's go. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I hope everybody has a good night. Um, I will see y'all on the other side of next week, Wednesday at 7 p.m. We're going to unpack relationships, dating, and everything else. Bye, y'all. Have a good night. Good night.